Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Guys, Pickens, Jackson. You ready? Let's go! 10, Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. What's your over-under on the uh, Ole Miss-Vanderbilt attendance tomorrow? I know there'll be more Ole Miss fans, obviously. But, uh, you know, that awesome stadium seats about 30,000 people. Um, I don't even remember. Do they have suites in club level? I don't think they do. I think it's just a regular stadium. Somebody can help me if they've added a little bit. but uh, Or premium. I know they haven't added because of, you know, demand. Um, you know that awesome Ross Bjork expansion in the in the <laughs> north end of the Ole Miss end zone. What where you poured a bunch of concrete? Bismal. That's expansion. what you did when you were expanding in 1976. Uh, uh, Ole Miss Vanderbilt over under. Let me know. This is the Out of Bounds Show on the Ag Up Equipment Text Line, baby six zero one eight eight five three seven seven six. How many people will be in attendance? At three, I don't mean 3.20 in the afternoon because the game will be over. At 3 o'clock when toe meets leather. So, First Bank Stadium, as it's called in Nashville, holds, it says standing capacity is 40,550. Okay. 40,550. I don't know how you measure that when no one's ever had to stand in that stadium, period. That's true. So, uh, they may they may have had like a Tim McGraw concert there or something and found that out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, how who who's another country person? Dirks Bentley. I don't know. I don't know what you kids. Zach Brown. To. Yeah, sure. Um, if I had to guess, twenty two thousand people, of which fifteen are Ole Miss and seven are Vanderbilt. Okay, I'm, I'm so going you're 22. going twenty two thousand, fifteen thousand Ole Miss fans, seven thousand Bandy. I'm guessing. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I you know, that, we I always undershoot the. I more people go to this stuff than we actually give it. Like, 
we talk about the bad crowds and they always look really bad, but that's because in most parts we're comparing them to full crowds. I still think, you know, 22,000 is still only half. That's like 55% capacity. Right. Which would still be insanely low. Yeah. So I think I think that's So fair. you're going to come in about 22,000. I'm thinking 15 and 7. 15 Ole Miss, 7. 15 Ole Miss, 7 Vanderbilt. Oh, and I say when I say Vanderbilt, I might just say Nashville lo- locals. I don't know if they actually cheer for Vanderbilt or not. But just N- Nashville locals who aren't Ole Miss fans, right? 7,000. Right. Okay. <clears throat> I could see that. This guy says 6,469. Yikes. Yikes. What do you think about that? I think if that's the case, that like that would be a record low. Yeah. UCLA pulls more than that. Barely. I mean, they are. Uh, it, dude, that that it looks so bad. All right, here on you their go. Saturday games. I mean, there's nobody there. Can you imagine if you ju- if you were just they had, somewhat interested in UCLA football and would pump a little money in it? What they would do for you? Yeah, you would be a god there. Yeah, I think I could be a high donor at UCLA yeah, football. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vanderbilt announced twenty one thousand for their home game against uh, UConn earlier key, in the year. Key announced. Yeah, so I could see it getting close. This is their home attendance statistics of twenty twenty one. Their highest game was Georgia thirty two thousand people. So they still didn't. They that weren't was Georgia fans. They weren't I got at capacity. You. Yeah. There's a bunch of UGA alums in the national outside metro area. of that. They're right in line with what we what I just said about 22. So they had uh, 22 against East Tennessee State, 21,000 against Stanford, 21 against UConn, 22,000 against Mississippi State, 19,000 against Missouri, 25,000 against Kentucky. I okay. think Ole Miss fans. I think it'll be about 22. 22. That's maybe, about right. Maybe yeah. 25. Maybe. Okay. I mean, if you're an Ole Miss fan, Nashville. This could be a good. Little, you know, you didn't get good home games. You may not have gone to very many right. to start the year. You look, Kentucky may have been your only game you've been to yet. So Nashville might be a fun little, you know, hop on. They've the They've got alums there, yeah. and then there's enough. Can, there's there to, drive-in markets, and there's enough there to hold your attention for two days, right? Like, right. Good oh, food. Yeah. There's some music stuff. Like you can do some things in Nashville. Absolutely. Whereas, like, if you're just driving are to like the, Podunk, will will you look and see if the Titans are in town? On Sunday? I think they are. It's a great question. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app, and we want to thank you for going to Apple Podcasts, searching Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. Apple Podcast, search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds, and um, listening to the show. Uh, Titans are on the road. Yes. Okay. All right. So not as much of an incentive. Right, 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 right. I mean, and with no A.J. Brown, not a lot to watch. In oh, man, brutal. Tennessee anyway. Yeah. Yikes. A.J. Brown, top five receiver in the NFL? Yikes. Now? Yeah, he's incredible. He's amazing. I don't know if top five, that's a great question. Mm, that's tough. He's been he's been fantastic for Philadelphia. Um, and he was really, really good at the Titans. Yeah, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, for sure. Devontae Adams. I think so. I would still put him ahead. Uh then it's like, okay, so then it's like Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown. I think they're both better than D.K. Metcalf. Uh, you know, where's Jamar Chase fit in that group? That's a He's a big guy. I sure. Mean, that's, there's some young – but as Marcus Mosher said, there's never been a better time to be a receiver in the, in the world of football because every team – almost every team right now is still looking for a really good number two and for sure a good number three. 
Yeah. You, right now, if you want to play football, receiver is the position to play because teams can't get enough receivers. Yeah. You can't. I mean, did you see what was on the field last night? Woo! Abysmal. Yeah. You teams are still as much as we talk about the evolution of the offensive game. Teams are still looking for receivers left and right. I mean, look what Mississippi State's done at the receiver group compared to just a few years ago, but over their whole course of their life as a football program. I mean, what Mike Leach has done in the last three years is a testament to like what can be done if you actually put the time into it. True. The receiver position is, is the cog that keeps your offense moving. Some people have said they need to be recruiting even at a higher level. Well, they do. wide receiver. They do. Yeah. This is, what you're seeing this year to me is the baseline of what your receiver group should be. I agree. We should I agree with in that. five years you should be going, hey, Not five. that's the no, I'm saying one. I, we should be looking back going, hey, that was the bottom of the uh, that is the floor. And now they're going and finding one or two guys every year that's even better than that. Yeah. But it took you a hundred years to get to this point. Is there some decline in play at the quarterback position in the NFL this year? You know, that's a great question. There's a lot of guys there, who have been stalwarts who are not as good this year. But that I don't know if that means there's a decline. I you don't know, know. I was just thinking, is there a decline in QB but, play? Look at the rookie QBs lately and how they haven't how they fared. Okay, so so we, we we had no impact there. Okay. Yeah. Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson. Seem to be declining. Okay. Yeah. What happened in San Francisco? Yeah. They wanted to roll out a new dude. He he had a, a, a gruesome, terrible injury. Um, the Raiders can't figure it out with Josh McDaniels, right? Um, and so that's hurt yeah. Derek Carr. Yeah, absolutely. Tennessee, Tannehill's not the same guy without A.J. AJ Brown's top five receiver in the NFL, even if he's on the back. I mean, yeah. he is an elite. Yeah, yeah. Super, game, game changer. Game changer, yep. super yep. skilled guy. Yep. All right. The Giants and, and the Commanders are not good. Oh, Carolina can't figure their deal out. Atlanta can't figure their their deal out. New Orleans can't figure their deal out. The Texans can't. I mean, so as I bounce around, that's a great that's a great question. But look at the there, recent draft classes. That's my point. Look at who the influx of talent has not panned out. Yeah. Baker, no. Justin Fields, no. Trubisky, no. Trey right. Lance, no. Right. I mean, the, and this year you had Kenny Pickett and uh, Malik Willis are the top two guys. Malik Willis, yeah. and so. Willis we're in a get little bit. We we had a heck of a run there, and then we're in, we're in a little bit of a transition as far as quarterback play in the NFL. Aren't we in the SEC too? Absolutely. I mean, Auburn, look at how LSU, A yeah. and M, Arkansas. Conti- well, we'll see. Uh, obviously, Bandy and Missouri, but even Ole Miss is South having a segue. Carolina, yeah. Rattler. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of questions. Florida Anthony Richardson's yeah. trying to grow up. Um, we're in a weird space as far as the decline in QB play. Right now, it can bounce back, you know, by next year. But something to think about. The show uh, is brought to you by Went McGee, the Mortgage Man. MortgageManMS.com. Went McGee, MortgageManMS.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. 
because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Somebody's rubbing in that they're going to Two Brothers for lunch. And uh, have a little smash attack on those wings in a cold Coors Light. I see how you are. I won't be far behind, but I won't be in Starkville by lunch. Um, I think I have something to do, but I'm not exactly sure. Um, Wings and street tacos at Two Brothers. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I didn't have anything to play. I was okay. just looking at you. My bad. All right. We're live in the Bank <laughs> Plus studio. Live in the Bank Plus studio. The show is brought to you by Cypress Depot in Ridgeland and their uh, Trex composite decking. Obviously, they are the leader, leading supplier of hardwoods, Cypress in the southeast. Uh, they've got LP smart side. That's exterior siding and trim. They've got Trex decking. I have some of it. Um at my boathouse and uh, the tongue and groove stuff that they do is unbelievable. And you see more and more of that cypressdepot.com. Kenny Hall and the team at Cypress Depot, residential or commercial. I mean, they do really cool stuff for homes, really cool stuff for bars, restaurants, and um, other, I guess, entities in the uh, commercial industry, so to speak. So cypressdepot.com. I also want to give a shout-out to uh, 20 years, Eye Care Professionals, 20-year anniversary. uh, Dr. Kurt Jeffries, Eye Care Professionals. um, If you need cataract surgery, Eye Care Professionals, Dr. Kurt Jeffries. Two locations on Lakeland Drive, one in Jackson, one in Flowood, Bellmead, celebrating 20 years. Eye Care Professionals, Dr. Kurt Jeffries. That's where you go for cataract surgery. All right, Blake, let's drop Roger again. Yeah. Right, so, Roger, um, as one of our listeners said, Roger may know who shot JFK. <laughs> okay, because Roger calls in the Feinbaum show, and he feels like he's got the solution on this whole $87 million buyout that Jimbo Fisher has. And A&M's trying to figure out where they are and why they're not winning and why they haven't won and so on. And so Roger calls up and this is what he does on the fine bomb show. As far as Jimbo's contract, that $90 million contract, uh, a hitman cost a lot less than that. Good Thank you. And have a great day, Paul. Have a great day, Paul. Mm, mm, mm. These people live among us. That was Roger on the Fine Bomb Show. Good luck with that. But be honest. Hearing that audio, true or false, Roger has killed someone. Probably true. Yeah. 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 I think so. 
Um, There's a lot of back roads. A lot of desert out in Texas. Yeah. A lot of desert out in Texas. There is a lot of tumbleweeds out there. Um, I haven't been out where you have. Yeah. Into West Texas. Out in the boonies. I've only been to Dallas, and I've flown through Houston. So I haven't really... Uh, yeah, I haven't really hung out a lot in Texas. Yeah, you know I don't how, know if I am. You know how we say the recruit. We had a couple of guys that said I need to go to San Antonio. That was an incredible show. We had a whole show about why you hate San Antonio. <laughs> um, you do. You're a hater. I just can't. You've been drinking haterade. I'm not going to plan a trip there. Um, you know, for any. I'm sure it's. A, I, I've heard it's a beautiful city. Don't try to back talk your way into this. Don't you? Just, if I had, if I had floor seats to a San Antonio Spurs game, and people were going to pay both my airfare, hotel, and oh you know, restaurant gosh. and bar, all that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean that. I think that's something that maybe I could do. It's really despicable. How far out is the Alamo from San Antonio? Oh no, not far at all. I didn't know it feels like. Yeah, no, an it's little. No, it's in. It da- like, no, no, it's in. It's like. You walk from a business, you walk out of your uh, law firm and to the Alamo. I got it. I mean, it's like okay. I could th- I could stand in a attorney in a uh, CPA. We lost that battle, and so no. But the oh, this makes me sad. You lost that battle to win the war. Uh huh. The freedom of Texas was on the backbone of the lives lost at the Alamo. Gotcha. Okay, the Alamo is our sly room. Okay, the Alamo had to die so that Dan Mullen could rise out of I the gotcha. ashes. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> remember the Croom. You know, what did they say at Starville? Remember the Maine? Okay, right when when Croom lost to Maine at yeah. home, the Black Bears. I, I remember. Okay, well when you're down, when you're feeling down because I don't know Dan, if I was. I, don't, I was on a Boy Scout camping I don't trip. Think I can tell you exactly awesome. where I was. I was sitting around I a fire. I can't remember <laughs> if I was at that game or not. What? <laughs> Sly Croom wasn't there, and he was coaching. Uh, <laughs> Listen, the truth, true. the truth of the matter is, the truth of the matter is, you have to fail to succeed, okay? Without Ed Orgeron, there can be no Hugh Freeze and Lane Kiffin. Without the Alamo, there can be no Texas. Yeah. And without Texas, there can be no America. I think you just moved me. Yeah. I feel, I you're, feel like you're I'm... booking a trip to San Antonio yeah, right now. I'm, uh, <laughs> maybe I should call San Antonio Tourism. And see if they would comp a trip so that we <laughs> could promote San Antonio out there. Trey says, I'd hire my own hitman to kill me if I had to live in West Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Don't forget about 44 Prime in Startville. Uh, Roy Oswalt, Houston Astros Hall of Famer, opened up 44 Prime last year. Startville's newest steakhouse, 44 Prime. 44prime.com. Uh, follow them on Facebook, 44prime, on Facebook and Instagram. They threw up a really cool picture of the restaurant this week, and you can see the cool vibe in it. It's it's cool. It is. Leach and the and the TV crew ate there last Friday. Uh, Taylor Zarzar, uh, Matt Stenchcom, and uh, Alyssa Lang. Yep. Uh, along with Leach, and I don't know who else. But anyway, uh, Wendy and I were in there earlier. Uh, they weren't coming in until eight fifteen or something, and um, I was I was out by then. But we smashed uh, I smashed a fillet when he had the tuna Ooh. tartar. Ooh. Uh, we we ate at the bar with two guys from the Orange Bowl, um, like the selection committee. Yeah, they nice. they run it, and 
It was so funny because I was talking to one of them. I said, hey, man, I uh, I went to the Orange Bowl in 2014. He went, really? But yeah, Mississippi State played Georgia Tech. He said, oh, yeah, I remember. I've been on the Orange Bowl committee since like 1992 or something. And uh, I said, yeah, we stayed on South Beach, and we had a great time, and we stayed by the Ritz, and he went, the Lowe's? I said, maybe that was it. He said, yeah, I developed it. <laughs> I went, of course you did. Of course you okay, did. And that's why you're here yeah. in Start Bowl. Uh, so the two Orange Bowl committee guys ate at the bar, and they loved it, and they yeah. were very nice, and they yeah. were very complimentary, as Mississippi State fans should know, should know this. Uh, they were very complimentary of Dr. Mark Keenum, the president uh, at Mississippi State. Yeah. So – um yeah. very and didn't have to be it was unsolicited they just went on and on about uh dr keenum msu's been fortunate the last 13 14 years to have uh dr keenum at the helm but they were nice guys and they were they they thought it was cool too so 44 prime in start vegas mississippi that, and you know where to get your hell state gear yeah at uh maroon and co boom maroon and company maroon and co maroon and co.com in store or online, Bowbounds 15, 15% off. Promo code Bowbounds 15. Hats, pullovers, mesh shirts, all kinds of accessories for your car, condo, maroonandco.com. Anything else we need to do before we go to this interview? No, I think we're rocking and rolling. Did we hit you everything? Have, you have the dogs in a tight one and the Rebs rolling, right? 27 to, well, that's not that. 27 20. That's tight. That's okay. under the spread. Okay. 27 20, Mississippi State. I have uh, Ole Miss by a million. Another low-scoring game. You, you know, State got 42 last weekend. You think they... But you you and I mentioned on Monday, two of those touchdowns were a pick six. Yeah. And a block kick. Yeah. I, you know, so, need the offense maybe to get rolling. But now defense is better than Arkansas's. So maybe True. Will goes off and they drop 38 on the Hogs and I'm wrong and it's 38 to 20. We'll see. Hey, if you missed anything this week, we had a really, 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 really good shows. We'd love for you to go to Apple Podcast. Search the Out of Bounds show with Bo Bounds. It'd be great for us if you would hit subscribe. Thank you for listening to the show. Keep it on the dial. Okay? MRA football, Mississippi State football, New Orleans Saints football, all weekend on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Have a great weekend. Big day tomorrow and Sunday. Enjoy it. Soak it up. We'll see you Monday. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. 
Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey guys, listen up. This is the SEC Insider Hit, powered by Miss Kelly Furniture, Mississippi's number one, number one sleep store. Uh, we'll be live from Rick's Pro Truck, RPT Commercial, RPT Commercial. There's three locations, as you know, but we'll be at, I can't be at all three at one time. So we will be at RPT Commercial tomorrow in Pearl, Highway 80, right across from Muskelly Furniture. Um, obviously, you have Rick's Pro Truck in Flowood, uh, and then Rick's Pro Truck, RPT in Gluckstadt. But uh, we'll be at RPT Commercial in Pearl tomorrow, and uh, some some good giveaways there. This is ESPN, 105.9 The Zone, home of MRA football, Mississippi State football, New Orleans Saints football, all on The Zone. 105.9 ESPN, streaming live on thezone1059.com and the Out of Bounds radio app. You can watch the show right now on YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports. YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports. You want to go ahead and lock in because we'll be spinning the prize wheel uh, at 9.30. And the only way to win is to be watching the webcast and comment. So YouTube, Out of Bounds Sports, Facebook, The Out of Bounds Show. Want to say good morning, welcome in. Boy, we got a big one in Tuscaloosa this weekend. The mighty Texas A&M Aggies, uh, who I think are a 24-point underdog, to the Alabama Crimson Tide. And uh, Slice Bread is not having a good year after losing to App State and Mississippi State. And so now they get some of the, the Crimson Tide in Alabama. We'll see if we'll have, uh, you know, what's going on with the quarterback position, uh, both in Tuscaloosa and in College Station. Could it be, you know, Haynes King and Milrow? It's really despicable. It is. Um, and we've got some other quarterback discussion around Arkansas if KJ Jefferson's going to play, concussion, concussed, what happened there. But uh, we want to welcome in our friend uh, Ron Fowler, Roll Tide Insider, 109 The Game, T-Town, Tuscaloosa, afternoon drive. This man does nine hours of sports talk radio a day, doesn't even think twice about it. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Ron Fowler, good morning, buddy. And president of the Jimbo Fisher fan club. You got to put that in there now. I'm Are you really of the game? Sure. I am. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I've been a big fan a long time. Yeah. And I, I, I kind of found it offensive, uh, what you posted on Facebook on Sunday. So, uh, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure he got upset too, and he may call a press conference if he finds out, uh, uh talking about him. So well, have you ever went back? I know it was in May. But have you went back and just went back to the silliness of that press conference and go back and it sounds like a loose cannon. It, it I mean, the things that he said in that, you know, 10, 15 minutes, uh, wow. Sometimes you write a check with your mouth that your butt's not going to be able to cash. And uh, something tells me with the way that Saban was fired up on Monday, the press conference, this game's important to him. Really? Uh, yeah, he had three rants. 
in a 12-minute press conference. Three rounds. <laughs> I love it. I love that guy. So, so, so go to go to your sponsor, um, Golden Moon, Silver Star. Lay the money. Lay the money. Bama minus the points. It's twenty-four right now. Good gravy! That's a lot of points. Um, Open at twenty. I and know. Open at 20. I know. And it just boom. Um. So. So Vegas knows something. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Fowler, Roll Tide Insider on the Yingling Lager guest line. What about? What's going on with with Bryce Young? What, what do you think? What are you hearing? What's your gut? You know, I have been. They have got it tight, tight, tight. Uh, normally, you get a little bit of information out of there. I know we didn't do a lot Monday. Uh, did some handoffs, ran the offense without throwing uh, on Monday. Uh, I have not heard anything following the Tuesday practice, which I thought was key. Uh, when I when I hear the Monday, I was like, okay, well that that's what I expect. I, I didn't expect anything any different on Monday. Uh, today is going to be a big day. Nick Saban talks at 11 o'clock, uh, so he'll he'll be asked that question. We'll see if he can give an update. Uh, but also today on practice, the way they do it, they do run and stall plays on, on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, it's all pass. So they install every pass play they plan to run, and then they tie it all together on Thursday is the way they do it. I mean, that may be typical at other places, but uh, that's – so Wednesday's a – Big day uh, for Bryce Young. I think you, you'll probably know something coming out of this press conference. And Nick Saban also talks following practice tonight. So at 6 o'clock he'll be talking. So this will be very key. Uh, do, do I, you know, when Nick Saban said that he's done it before, that kind of gave me an indication that he would probably play. But who knows how that shoulder will respond. Um let me ask you, you know, this. Do you need him? Why, well, okay, there you go. Why Why would you play him if you're going to win the game either way and the whole goal is to get to the – I mean, Bama's goal here in this state, the goal is to try to go to a New Year's Six Bowl um, or a really cool Florida Bowl. It just is what it is. At Bama's college football playoff are bust. So knowing that, knowing that he's not a big guy, knowing that he's going to take some more shots this year, uh, why would you play him, Ron, knowing that, that you're going to win without him? Well, and not that a Heisman Trophy is is a goal, but if you take him out, how does that hurt his Heisman Trophy chances? I mean, he's already missed three quarters or two and a half against a team that he was going to put up massive numbers against. So You know what I'd say to that? that? Who cares? Yeah, right. No, no. But, I mean, to be able to go back-to-back, back, I mean, Nick Saban's looking for all these little statistical things. So, um, But you you definitely look at it. Now, now think about it from Jimbo Fisher's perspective. He probably wants Bryce Young to play because look at the optics. When you go back and let's say that Alabama pounds them the way that we think uh, he'll pound them. Uh, let, let's say it's 42 to 14 or 42 to 10. And he has to go back to College Station and has to look at all those millionaires and billionaires or whoever they've got all the cash, and he has to say, we got pounded by a backup quarterback. <laughs> uh, that's That wouldn't be good. And, and, you know, I think that you can run on this team, you know, defensively. Have you looked at some of the stats 
around Texas A&M. I know you guys had a chance to see them last week, but offensively, like they're 105 in total offense, like 102 in pass offense, 97th in rushing offense, 108 in scoring offense. And then when you look at the defensive side of the football, they're not much better. I think it's like 57th in total defense. Rushing defense, they're like 97th in the country. So there's a lot of money to be made against the Aggies. All right. So it's minus 24 on Caesars. We're visiting with Ryan Fowler, 109 the game, Tuscaloosa. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Um, Revenge game for Nick Saban after they lost last year. Uh, Mississippi State just beat him by three touchdowns, so takes a little of the sizzle out of this thing, and then they lost to App State um, a few weeks ago. Well, and, and just think what you guys did. Mississippi State, by beating Texas A&M, probably cost us an ESPN college game day experience, right? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, State. Thanks, State. Appreciate that. <laughs> now they're going to Kansas. Alabama fans don't... Didn't even know Kansas played football until that was announced. Um, okay, so your takeaway on Bama, Arkansas. Um, tell me about Milrow. He can run it. Golly, he's got some speed. He's he's light years away from having a, a, a good, you know, passing game. Right. I mean, he he needs a lot of tutelage, a lot of reps, and a lot of development. He's really raw there. But as far as running the football, dude's dynamite. Tell me about Milrow, the uh, backup QB, at, or maybe the starting QB this weekend, but backup QB at Alabama. I think there's some limitations on the passing side of things, but I still think that you could run an offense through him. And, you know, I think when you look at, you know, the dips and the dunks and, and the screens, uh, which really, in some ways, they've not been a part of, of what Bryce has been able to do. So I think you could do a lot of things. Uh, probably a lot of bubble screens, probably just a lot of running back screens, uh, the intermediate stuff. But but I think if you get that rushing attack, which I think fired that offensive lineup because it was the first time, to me, this offensive line, even before you know Bryson went down with an injury, I think you could do some things with, with Jalen. But no doubt, and he, he's not where he wants to be with you know the passing side of things. It, it that that's the accuracy seems to be a little bit of a problem. Uh, and, and at some point, you know, when, when teams get their recipe against him, uh, they're probably going to load the box, and, and he's going to be able to make some money down the field if he can connect with some of those. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, young man is, is a giant. He's the fastest guy on the team uh, at his size. That says something. I and mean, that says really all you need to, to look. But if you look, oh, look at him, he, he looks like a linebacker. He he got to the second level against Arkansas and ran past all their DBs. I was like, "What in the world is going on?" It looked like high school football. Um, what? Uh, this is going to be 2010 Alabama football. They're, they're going to run Gibbs and, and Milrow, maybe one other dude, and and they're going to run. They're going to rush for over 300 yards on Saturday night. So just. Just pound it now. I mean, because that really humiliates you know humiliates a team. Uh, see, I, I'm looking for ways to embarrass Jimbo here. Uh, like, like I mean, does that does that hurt it, guys? Y'all don't realize. I think this is personal with Nick Saban, and I don't think many games get this way for him. Sure, 
When I saw the press conference on Monday, if I could have went straight to Philadelphia, Mississippi, and 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 lay the cash, I, I would have bet the farm. It, but I, but I couldn't get there fast enough. The line had already moved. Uh, Nick Saban, I'm telling you, the three rants. I've never seen three rants in a press conference. He was charged up. I mean, he was writing about everything. I mean, they asked him about social networks, and he went on a an entire spill. Then he talked about he didn't listen to the fans. That they they all they did was make. Now, I mean, there was nobody immune. He even got on to Bryce Young for not throwing the ball away when he got hurt. And then he realized he's like, well, you know, he is a competitor. So, <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, he, there was nobody immune to the Nick Saban uh, verbal rants on on Monday. So, uh, so he lectured the fan base, Bryce Young, oh, the media, the media, the me- media. Okay, I love it. I love it. He didn't listen. He didn't listen. To, he don't listen to us. But he quoted uh, something that was said in the paper, like in the first part of the the press conference. I love it. That reminds me of when I read the, the he, Dean he Smith book. To us, um, and then they yeah, figured I don't it. listen to y'all. <laughs> I, I'd like to know the person who gives him because that you're right. He's obviously reading something off. Whatever y'all do it. Linda, which is his. his you know, his professional assistant. So, okay. Uh, yeah, I bet she has things printed off. And, uh, yeah, because if you need to contact Nick Saban, uh, that's the that's the method, which I, I mean, I don't have a reason to, but I'm just saying as a, you know, as a booster, you know, somebody you're trying to get something to or, you know, message or whatever. That's who you go through. And so I would imagine she probably prints a few of these things off and, you know, but I, I tell you what I would do if I was her this week. I'd get like the get her iPhone out, and I could send her the audio clips and just play like Jimbo Fisher from back in May the nineteenth or whatever. Right. Just like, hey, coach, you got a voicemail here. You despicable whatever. <laughs> Somebody needs to look into what God because didn't he call him God? He said God, what God's doing, and then he said God's not. You know, the way that he did it, go ask people that work for him. Anyway, I mean, some of the things that he charged up and he said, I just play those audio clips. And, uh, you know, I, I go back to SEC media days when you and I were over in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, he, you know, a lot of those players would not even respond to the questions about Texas A&M. And they said, we're going to let our play do the talking. We're, we're not going to say a word. They are going but, to – I, I, I've been tweeting this since June. Bama by a million. And the only reason yeah. why it may not be worse is because they'll do it on the ground with Milrow sure. and Gibbs. But a it's going to take, take a little bit longer maybe. I, mean, I know they'll have explosive plays, but it'll take a little bit longer to get down the field compared to if Bryce was healthy. Uh, no, you're right, though. I mean, to get beat, let's say Bama doesn't score as much. Um, thirty-five to. I don't even know if a and I, I just watched them play. They're horrific on offense. I don't even know if a and M can score ten points against y'all, Fowler. All right, all right. So let let me throw the question. Okay, D- debate this with me here. Talk this out a little bit. Okay, when you look at Jimbo Fisher, with what they've been given. It, you're hanging your hat on a win over Alabama. You you got the win over Alabama. You've had all this drama. If you're Texas A&M, 
Because if you start looking at wins, like Ole Miss, you got to remember, you know, Jimbo went after Lane first yeah. before he went after Nick Saban. I know. So when Ole Miss, Ole Miss has to go out there, correct? Yes. That that's a loss. That's a loss out there. Here's a loss. So that there's there's five, right? No, three, two, four, four, and and then there's another one out there too. So if they finish seven and five, eight and four, how much pressure is on Jimbo Fisher? Could could they pull the plug? Uh, he could lose one, two, three, four more games easily. Blake, what does that put him at? Four? Well, he's got six three and, and six. Now. Four more. With- yeah, he he can, yeah he could lose four six more games. All right, ba- they're losing to Bama by a million. He could easily lose to Ole Miss at home, Florida at home, and LSU at home. And I'm not sure that at South Carolina, eh, they're terrible. But so is A&M. Now, South Carolina could win that game 10-7, to seven, or, or A&M could win that game 10-7. to seven. And, and Auburn, those aren't gimmies on the road. They're just not. Yeah, so. Six and six. Kind of look at a. All right, six and six, seven and five. Repeat the question. Okay. Do you think Jimbo Fisher gets pressure coming out of College Station? Six I, and six, seven and five. I do. I do. Um, I think That's it's a next lot year. Of money. It is. It, but it's not for them. It, it, in the grand scheme of things, for me and you and ninety nine percent of the people in the world, it is. Um, it's 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 a rounding error. Eighty to ninety million for that for that alumni base. I mean, you know the drill, Ron. They've got a 12-big element. Uh, it just, it, it, it's chump change. I know it sounds crazy. Right. It's chump change. All right. So so, so they, they fire him. Does Nick Saban reach out to Jimbo and offer him an handless position? No. I think that, first of all, Jimbo's not good enough as a, well, neither is Bill O'Brien. Well, but, he can show you but, what not to do. Well, yeah, I mean, Saban actually hired two excellent play callers in um, Lane Kiffin and Sark. And then their talent is so good that they can overcome Bill O'Brien play calling. Bryce is so good. You know, the receiver, I know the receivers aren't Devontae and Waddle, but they're, they're still good. We compare, we always like to compare our players to the greatest that have, or to the best that have been through at that position. Uh, but there's still more than, you know, talented enough to do the things. So, um, uh, by the way, you're going to miss out on Lane Train. Um, you know how you've been dropping, you know, Lane to, to replace Saban? At, no, no, nah, he's yeah, coming here. You're, you, you're going, you know why? Because he, he's going A&M. He's going to Auburn? Oh, oh. I, well, I, I think that could be in play, but A&M is the goal. He's not going to Auburn. He's not. Listen. He would listen, if they offered. Auburn. Well, yeah, let me tell you something. That dysfunctional ba- base over there, there's l- – listen, listen. They better just go get them an assistant coach somewhere. Uh, and and I've, I've questioned, really, what can they do? They're going to swing for the fences. You're going to hear all these big names. But at the end of the day, they've always had to settle for, like, their third and fourth choice and then come out and tell us that he was number one. Uh, <laughs> they did it with Gus. They did it with Brian Harson. Uh, Lane, to, Lane to Texas A&M. Well, now the Urban Meyer swoops. Now, still I, I will there. tell you, that's true, and Urban may consider that job too. That's a big enough, even though they haven't won at a blue blood level, because they're so rich and the resources. Urban, that's a good point. It could be an Urban, 
Lane. But see, I think they're going to take out Ross Bjork, too, in the whole shuffle. So it will be what we see now. You know how every now and then a very reputable, successful booster will be the one that's leading the, along with the search firm, leading the uh, the search. Uh, I think that's how that's this thing's probably going to play out in, in A&M uh, at some point. I, I, but he seems, I mean, Lane Kiffin seems happy in Oxford. I know he charged up at the fans last week. And well, he was like, you, you mentioned Saban lecturing everybody on Monday and went on the three rants. He lectured y'all. He, I think he was really pointed towards you, but, but, but he lectured the media. He lectured, you know, Bryce Young and he lectured the fans. Kiffin did not take his foot off the gas last week on the Ole Miss fans. Now, they showed up, Ryan. They packed that place and bought Hemingway because I think he was like, hey, man, I've won 17 to 20. I need you all to come out. It doesn't matter if we play at 8 o'clock in the morning. And they did. So, credit to to what – but he's playing with house money right now. He's going – um, well, he wants to go somewhere he can win a national title. I mean, but, but you realize what Lane Kiffin has done. It's incredible. It's incredible. It really is. It is. It uh, it from remarkable the energy, promotions. To, I mean, they got a dog. It's got like forty thousand. I know. Bottles. I know. It's I the mean, coolest thing ever. Just ask anybody here. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's pretty awesome what what he's been able to do, and I think he's made it a better job if he does leave. Oh, I could not agree more because Lane uses the media and social media to extend the Ole Miss brand and extend his brand. Absolutely. Look look at me mending the fences when those Ole Miss people after calling Hugh Freeze a snake oil salesman a few years ago and they got mad at me. Did they really? But I was right. Don't you remember? It was on your show. I know. And then Hugh Freeze went to that Memphis booster club and someone asked him about it. Did you hear somebody call you a snake oil salesman? And it was on your show that I said it, and so uh, anyway, so and now Hugh Freeze may be in may be in Auburn. He may, he, him and I may be sharing the same state. Well, what if what if Lane goes to Auburn? He's not going. To, I'm telling you, he knows too much about it. It's a bad job. People see that it's a job. But at the Lane SEC. believes coaches that are good at what, and Lane's good plus maybe trending great. He's still young. Um, but what coaches he believe? But here, here's the he deal, Ryan. The, the the that's not the jobs that are open: Wisconsin, Arizona State, Nebraska, and Colorado. I mean, like your your crew scoffs at those, but people who believe in themselves and believe that they know how to do it believe that they can make that an even better job. Okay, and those jobs aren't Auburn, right? Lane looks at it and says they've won a national championship and played for another one, even with all their dysfunction. That's the way that a Kiffin or John Smith, who's an excellent coach, looks at it. But 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 see, going back, but you're to too Lane close Kiffin, here. It seems. Go ahead. It seems like he's happy. He's got his kids. He's got the house. He's got the dogs. I mean, judging from outside, yeah, this is like the best Lane Kiffin's been and. In, in 20 years. Oh, there's no I mean, question I mean, he's happy and professionally he's in a good so spot I, and personally and he's grown but man, up. man, if, if, if I'm his agent, I, I say, listen, sit right here at Oxford until that job in Tuscaloosa opens up. Just be happy. Be happy. Be content. But that, but people that are ambitious and I know, wired I know, like I know. that aren't aren't content. He'll be at, I don't know, A&M somewhere. But he, he's not waiting out six years of 
of Nick Saban. All right, love you, buddy. See you, dude. Ryan Fowler. See you. 109 the game, Tuscaloosa on the Yingling Lager guest line. Enjoy a Yingling Lager and a Bulldog Burger today. Bulldog Burger, Lake Harbor in Ridgeland. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.